and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there's to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. Follow the podcast. That is at HEFPod on Twitter. You can also email the podcast. That is HeyEintrackFrankfurt at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash HEFPod. Where all the latest Eintracht news and information in the English language can be found all in one place. So do not do this podcast alone. And uh, joining me again from Germany and Bad Fable is Roman. What's hey, up? What's up? How's it going? Hey, Brian. Happy to be back on the podcast. Just Happy before to Christmas. Happy to have you back because we have uh, another match to go over for the Eintracht as we go into this mini winter pause. Kind of sucks that we don't have the Pokal, but what can you do? Yeah. So, get to the result. Uh, Eintracht Frankfurt. Zwei. Augsburg. Null. Who would have guessed? And for Not the me. first time in, I have forgotten how long the null actually is real. <laughs> no. So not no, only I'm did we get the win, so we broke that duck that had been going on since, what, October? And uh, yeah, so first win since October. And now first, uh, you know, clean sheet in, in this season. Um, the last time that we had a clean sheet, oh, geez. Uh, it had to be like the very beginning of the kind of Corona pause that we had. Not the not the Gladbach result, but uh, it was Werder Bremen uh, against Werder Bremen in the uh, in the Corona Palace that we had our last uh, clean sheet. Of which, not gonna lie, if you look back at the results that we had uh, once we got that uh, uh, ugly result versus Munich out of our way, we picked up a lot of points in that and. I see this as a little bit of a slump buster. It just sucks that, you know, we're having a two-week break and that we can't take advantage of the fact that, you know, uh, we would be playing the Pokal right now, but against Leverkusen and then play them again in the Bundesliga. But Roman, heading into this little mini Christmas break, it is quite comfortable to be able to kick back and relax and talk about an Eintracht victory for the first time in a oh, long time. Oh, yes. I don't even know how this is going to work. I have no idea. I, I, could, I couldn't prepare for this. <laughs> so it's so new. I don't even know. Like, what are we? What's, what's what did happen actually? We won. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually have to admit, like you know about my. I know we don't talk about my betting history, but I just have to put it in. Of course, I put in a euro on on a draw. You know, when they were two zero behind, I was like, okay, <laughs> with a with the uh, with an odds of eighty. Right, so I, I set one euro and I would gain eighty euros. You know, so like okay, I can't go wrong with this uh, um, with this bet. So I did I did go for it, and of course it was money out of the window, which is totally fine. It's just a euro, so I can I can uh, survive that. But uh, imagine if I would if, if they would have drawn. You know, so that that would have been a good compensation for your betting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, but. No. Uh, when it's no longer fun, folks, uh, no when to quit. Yeah, totally. Yeah, fun don't, stops. Yeah, Stop. don't, don't even start. That's the best. I mean, betting is shit. 
But um, yeah. And uh, so where were we? Um, yeah, so we won. Un unbelievable, I think. I think that's... Um, and I think we played well. Uh, I think we, we saw an Eintracht Frankfurt that we were looking for in a long time. And on the other hand, we have to, we have to be reminded that uh, we're only talking about um, uh, um, Augsburg our, as our opponent. But uh, yeah, it's, um, it, it was about time, put it that way. It was about time. And uh, but I have to admit I don't want to put it, hang it too high, you know. I'm I don't want to go into, you know, the uh, the typical atmosphere where you know, oh yeah, I think we'll be safe, and I I uh, I need a little bit more of consistency here, you know, on the on the longer run. So um, this is going to be uh, important. I think it's going to be good for the all for the year in total, you know, for us to to start next year. And everything i think this is important but uh yeah we have to we have to bring it home at the end as well you know so that's uh that's going to be critical uh on, on the long run in the season and i hope we get some new guys on the team and yeah so will be definitely will be interesting to watch uh it unfold after the very short break Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, kind of wishing that we had the big long break um, because then would allow the Eintracht to do a little bit more uh, tactical coaching. Uh, that really, the window pause really is able to lend uh, towards the overall season. It's something that like you could uh, make uh, connections to the way that in um in the western hemisphere how uh, from mexico and further south that they have their apertura and clausura when normally our winter break is so long that you know it's like almost a separate season in and of itself and yet you know it, it yeah. uh due to covid uh that definitely is not the case but it's more of a kind of short break that like in italy and spain that they do uh, but then again hey those leagues are also uh 20 teens big as opposed to our 18 for the Bundesliga. So, you know, we had to make do with what we have. Um, I'm looking at the way that uh, Eintracht kind of laid themselves out. And, you know, we did look good in the first half, but I also like to point out the uh, debut of uh, Ejen Schrustig. Uh, finally got onto the pitch. I didn't really see all too much from him, but I'm glad that he's fine. You know, our money that we spent on him. Granted, it wasn't a lot, but I'm glad that we're finally seeing uh, some good, uh, good stuff from him. I'd like to also point out how good Tuta looked because uh, I was very pleased with uh, his performance. Also pleased with the fact that, you know, he was able to get that last ditch tackle and was able to get that clean win. Uh, I think that was Finn Bogusen who was kind of had pulled away just a little bit and that happened. And that was quite good to be able to pull that off without uh, causing the foul. So good on him for yeah. the performance. But Yeah. All in all, it was a very solid game. You know, you never really feared uh, besides when you know the Eintracht um, about them not winning. You know, I, I, I thought so. If I would not, you know, if, if for our past few games I would have known that we would have drawn, uh, or if I would not have, ha if I would not have had that fear, then uh, I think I would have enjoyed the game a little bit more. But um, 
Yeah, it's good. Good to see Hustic and you know some of those guys you know that we bought and have him you know have him some play time. Uh, you know, making sure that uh, you know. I mean, he came with a big with a big wham, and uh, you know, make sure that that, that he was not purchased in vain. Um, yeah, and Tuta definitely. I mean, he's 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 got to step in for uh, for Abraham now, right? I mean. I mean, we're going to see him one more time, I think. I think he's still going to play again one more match as far as... I think he's going to be back on the pitch. Um, but we'll, we'll so talk about that later. <laughs> it's supposed to be until match day 17 uh, per the contract. So it, uh, I haven't heard anything uh, from the club saying that they are going to release him early ahead of that, which would really suck if they did do that. But it'll be more out of a sign of respect uh, yeah. to the player so matches that still are left before we hit match day 17 where we're at the halfway park uh so that is uh Bayer Leverkusen in the Bundesliga and then you have them also in the Pokal so he'll be able to come back for he would be able to come back for that uh there's Eintracht and Mainz Eintracht and Stuttgart uh, not Stuttgart Schalke excuse me and Eintracht Freiburg before uh before everything goes uh tits up <laughs> yeah. uh it's gonna be it's gonna be sad seeing him go but hey look gotta do what you gotta to do you know get results we have Mainz and schalke to get results against and you know that kind of sure we return back with leverkusen but Mainz doing really badly but uh you know how that usually goes. And then you have uh, Eintracht and Schalke. That's always uh, fun, and they have been a dumpster fire for quite a while. Um, uh-huh. and, you-, uh, you know, Freiburg, they got uh, nine points over the 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 English Volka. You know, uh, those kind of nine points, I look at that and say to myself, um, that's their uh, relegation uh, fight done and dusted. So... Eintracht, uh, we got a lot of ground to make up if we want to be participating in Europe. I would like to hope that we would be doing a little bit more chasing. But hey, you know what? If we want to um, play with the big boys, we got to get the results. And this is the f- the first in a long road of uh trying to get those results leverkusen against munich uh will be tough but you know what in you know after a two-week break maybe there's a little rust maybe it's just guys who are well rested you know sometimes all you have to do you just need to have a little time to just you know go up you know go outside breathe the fresh air Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy life a little bit or whatever you can in these kind of circumstances. And uh, we'll see where we're at in two weeks time. So, Roman, remember how we released uh, last week uh, our interview with Laura Freigang? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Always, uh, always good. Wonderful interview that we had. It yeah. was good to talk to her. She really uh, was a delight uh, to speak with. Guess what they did? If you haven't heard it yet, you got to go back and find it and 
listen to that podcast. Exactly. Yeah. This is episode 153 of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Episode 151 was an interview that Roman and I sat down with uh, Laura and talked about this, that, and the other about her career in the United States and uh, here in G- and with Eintracht in Germany as well. You know, she's only going after the tour. She's to count on, and I don't see why that they can't do uh, a little bit better. So, die Frauen, did you know that the Frauen actually won up to the men on Sunday? One up to the men. <laughs> the phrase, uh, do one better. Uh, they did, actually did it three better as the Frauen uh, played in uh, against uh, way to Werner yeah. Bremen, who they yeah. beat at the season opener at, held at the Waldstadion. They went to Bremen and thumped them 5 0. So, yeah, that's, that was. Yeah, that was definitely a good uh, a good call that win. Um, especially, you know, we talked uh, we talked to them that the Bayern game, you know, where they like lost just like by one zero um, the match before, and uh, the match the day before we had the Freigang interview. And I think I think it's a little bit, uh, you know, I think we gave a good spirit to her and uh, to the team, and uh, yeah, and they totally paid back, which is uh, amazing. Indeed. Yeah. 5-0 against Bremen, and we know, we, we know. And actually, I always wanted to ask you: Do you know what's green and smells really bad of fish? <laughs> but uh, Bremen. Oh yeah, exactly. I just wanted to point. As that the out German phrase goes, I think, uh, "Was ist grün und stinkt nach Fisch." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's just try to do the translation <laughs> here for everyone. But yeah, though so it's uh-huh. usually sung by people who are wearing blue and white, typically when that yeah, it's true. That is being sung. Can- yeah, but you know, but we everyone don't, can join in. No cherry picking here, you know. It's like was ist grün und stinkt nach Fisch. Werder Bremen, but we sang it too. I mean, like I've 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 sang it a lot of times in the in the good old Gebloch in, in the Waldstadion back in the days. It was a lot of this when we played Bremen. So oh, it's yeah. not. It, uh, uh, not owned There's a fair few for the Bremen fans in the Kansas City Bundesliga group that I love watching the Bundesliga with, and uh, when it does come time for that, I do start singing that a little too loudly. But hey, you know what? Next okay. time around, uh, I'm sure the Eintracht men will do just as well as the women. Because uh, yeah. 5 0, that definitely uh, improves that goal difference. Looking at the Bundesliga, uh, Frauen Bundesliga table or uh, the Fly Alarm Bundesliga, I guess is what. Yeah, let's, is let's skip that. They are down in sixth, uh, three po- uh, good uh, eight points off of uh, the third Champions League spot, which is actually being held currently by Hoffenheim, but I think that's going to be changed really quickly as Turbine Potsdam has a game in hand and is behind by three points. So with that victory, the Frauen will not be playing again, and we won't have our kind of Frauen corner uh, until February, but in the meantime, uh, well, take care, her rest up, and uh, yeah, uh, we expect many, many, many more victories uh, to come. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. With the with the Frauen, I'm definitely I'm 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 100 sure, and of course with the men as well. I mean, it'll be it'll they they work on it. They got time to work on it. In the meantime, Roman, I think this is a great time for us to break up segment one from segment two. Uh, we'll kind of 
talk up uh, the latest Eintracht news before we close this episode. We will have one more episode before the year is done to wrap up what has been a rather interesting 2020 for the Eintracht, considering <laughs> all the COVID shenanigans that have gone down and our involvement in Europa. And then, of course, we'll be looking towards the start of the new year and the yeah. Eintracht versus uh, Leverkusen. So something to look forward in our next episode, episode 154 of the Hey Eintracht Frankfurt podcast. So, uh, Roman, uh, time for our favorite segment breaker and then hashtag what are we drinking I want to know what you are drinking or yeah. have been drinking at least. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Exactly. So again, you might yeah. be having a mineral vasa. Yeah, I know I should be drinking, but I'm just busy. Today is the 23rd and it's basically the day before Christmas. So in Germany, we celebrate on the 24th, right? And uh, and I've just, just swapped with work. I have to skip dinner and everything. So I've just been on the computer working all day. And uh, so I just have, by coincidence, because that's what I always have, always have a couple of, bo- couple of, couple of bottles of water around my desk. So that's why I'm, uh, I'm drinking mineral water. And of course, uh, yeah, you should always get mineral water from Badfibbel, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have gone with the Sam Adams uh, winter lager. So uh, Boston Brewing Company, uh, Sam Adams, uh, comes out with their winter delights so they've been doing this one for quite a few years they've done a little uh a little bit crisper and brighter than the usual kind of uh dark uh christmas uh uh spices that they use in it so uh, i i I'm not the most knowledgeable on how exactly they're making it, but they they do claim that cinnamon and ginger and orange peel are in it, and you can taste that just you know the the subtleness that's in there, and I think that's a pretty good brew. So uh, that is my entry for our hashtag. What are we drinking? It's the Sam Adams Winter. Ah, I so, wish I had that uh, one. Wraps up. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. Uh, there's plenty. There's plenty of time still left, Roman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. probably uh, for you though. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for segment one. We're going to be back with segment two of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt talking about the latest news for the Eintracht and what can be expected next. So stay with. <laughs> Segment two of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt here. Brian and Roman talking all things Eintracht, whether it's the men, the Frauen, you know, the Bundesliga itself has been interesting as we go into the Christmas break. Uh, once again, it is Bayern who's at the top, uh, who were able to beat uh, Leverkusen at the weekend 2 1 in that one. Uh, if anyone saw Lewandowski's absolutely late as you like, you know, uh, match winner is just and Radetzky, you know, having a miscommunication with his defender. I mean, Leverkusen should have won that one, but you know, <laughs> it's you're playing Bayern and if you make a mistake, you're going to get, you. they're going to pounce on that and uh, make you rue the mistakes that you made. So the Eintracht currently sitting on 17 points and uh, nine matches played just a mere one point uh difference between us in ninth and seventh for Stuttgart and uh the the Gladbach 
And then you got uh, 21 points for Union, 22 points for Dortmund, uh, Wolfsburg on 24 points. We'll see how long they stay in the top four. Uh, Leipzig and Leverkusen both on 28 and 30 points for D. Bayern. So, uh, well, <laughs> if oh, the title race somehow... Look, if the title race sticks around, you know, good on them, but... It would be weird if the plastic clubs are the only ones who are able to make a real chase out of it. And who really wants to see that, Roman? Yeah, yeah, I know. At least no, not me. You, yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. Uh, I'm going to be boring again. I think it's just going to be. Yeah, I. I want Bayern to win the championship. You know, I kind of my my goal is that the Bundesliga in the top is going to be so boring until they start uh, uh, changing. You know, um, the whole mechanism. And mm-hmm. this is kind of like what what uh, what I will kind of need, you know, um, because I don't need Dortmund to, to win, you know, or Bayer Leverkusen. Oh my God, that would be the worst. So I'm like, yeah, have Bayern have it every year until people are so bored out that they finally have to do something, right? So at least that's my um, uh, my my calculation. If that makes sense, indeed. All right, you so like it or not, uh, recent but. news that has been. Uh, going out there so uh freddie bubich has admitted that uh, they are looking to be shopping in the uh winter break he has not led anything on to be whether that's going to be the defense midfield or attack uh look with abraham leaving we need to get someone uh, of a defensive nature in there and uh i hope that you know that gets they start addressing that like asap because you know what he's got weeks left and then you are dealing with the fact that you know you're bringing in a if you're bringing in a player just from europe that's a little easier than bringing a player say from south america north america or asia in because then you know they might have to quarantine for two weeks time to be able to make that happen i mean right now travel between countries roman alone is pretty difficult as germany has gone into a lockdown once again yeah i know it's crazy but but isn't it isn't it is it is the whole lockdown situation uh not going crazy everywhere i mean some places it's harsh some places it's not i mean there are provinces in canada for example that have are now no longer reporting cases in new zealand they have not had a case in months yeah well australia's you know, smart, smart, there. smart management yeah it's all about the management. Um, management has talked about uh, uh, Bastost uh, leaving in the winter break uh, for a Dutch club. It does kind of narrow down who would be able to ha- be able to outlay uh, for him. Uh, I wrote, yeah, I'm just talking about the three big teams. And the thing is that only two of the three big teams are going to be participating in Europe in the spring. So that does allow for more funds uh, for those clubs to kind of be uh, playing matchmaker. I don't think that Feyenoord uh, is the likely destination just out of the fact that, you know, without them playing in Europe, that really kind of holds them back in terms of what they can or cannot do when it does come to uh, making moves. Um, Jetro Williams won't sign a new contract as well, uh, which really sucks because, you know, he still could be making a move, but um, 
There's also talks of Belgian clubs that are uh, wanting to make the moves there. I know that Club Ruga has been uh, heavily linked uh, with making him uh, a permanent member of their team. But, you know, uh, we'll see what we will see. But actually, uh, I am... I have been able to find a link. Uh, I will go to uh, footballorange.com, uh, orange spelled the way that the Dutch do. Uh, so, and this is being uh, a claim uh, according to uh, Algemeen uh, Dagbal uh, Blood. Jesus, I can't. I can't uh-huh. spit it out uh, fast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dost is Dost deal to go to Belgium is almost complete. So, who, what was I talking about? These uh, Dutch clubs uh, outlaying money. Looks like he's going to be staying abroad and he's going to be going to uh, Belgium. Club Brugge is going to be the destination there. Uh, you know, 15 goals and his 40 some odd appearances for the Eintracht. But you know what? Hey, he's been a good servant. He's scored a handful of goals for the Eintracht. I just wish we... He just never really stayed fit for us to really see the best out of him. And, you know, hey, guess what? Now he's moving on after a year and a half in Frankfurt where we brought him in for 7 million uh, euros. And now he's going to be playing for one of the uh, one of the better teams in in Belgium, uh, the reigning Belgian champions. I'm not sure uh, where they're at with their own season, uh, but I don't. This is just a vague guess, but I don't think that they're gonna be outlaying that Brugge is gonna be outlaying that much money. They are sitting top of their uh, league table, so they're almost a lock for uh, getting uh, continuing their uh, European adventures, but. Um, Dost leaving. What are your thoughts, Roman? Yeah, good question. So I, uh, okay. So if he's just leaving and we don't get anyone else, I'm not a fan. Definitely not. I think we. Uh, I'm. I'm not the biggest Dost fan, even though at some point I kind of revo- re, uh, revoked my <laughs> my complaints because he was actually performing quite well, and I, I would never say he's a bad player and he he can help us. He's. Uh, I would say. Uh, on on the positive side of of people, even though I mean I don't see a future with him, and I have to admit I never really understood why uh, we really bought him in the first place. But simply because I thought we want to go for young, you know, ambitious uh, um, people, you know, like uh, Jovic, Halea, uh, or like Rebic, still young but kind of didn't make it, you know, but kind of somebody who fits our our. Um, uh, our uh, like our style of soccer and with Dost I was I, I was like okay lots of money for what um, and 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 not because of him because I don't like him or whatever but just because in like you know it was clear we're never going to sell him for a lot of money right it's just going to cost cost us um, and him leaving I don't mind if we can compensate it right I think he's still getting a good salary so if we can make put that salary to use uh, with somebody else I wouldn't mind. Um, and yeah, um, I, I, it's too early though. Um, I think it I does open up the possibilities though, Roman. Uh, yeah. If you think about it, 
you so you'll obviously will have Silva in there. Uh, Ache will be you know back up to fitness, so you'll have someone who's going to be more in keeping with the kind of the style of play that Silva brings because Silva and Doss were two very different p- sort of players. Uh, but I think that uh, using Yunus and Barakok and Kostic and Hrustic, um, uh, and Kamada, you know, all in kind of attacking midfield roles behind Silva. I think that opens up more options and makes us more deadly yeah. Um, yeah. to oppositions. But that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's. I mean, if it's official, official, then you know we got it. And uh, yeah, so tossed, gone. The question <sighs> is, do we get somebody else? And I don't even know somebody of a, of the same strength, you know, but somebody with potential. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who that could even be. Me neither. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It, it, may, it well, makes one think a lot about what could be happening in the future for the Eintracht in manga we trust you know that's what we uh, what we're always got <laughs> to say you know? um, yeah uh, here's hoping that he's able to find uh, you know look if you need me to start doing the scouting for the Eintracht I'm more happy to do so just pay me my money <laughs> That's all I'm going to ask. Yeah. Right now, money is a little tight right now. And hey, look, if they just focus on bringing in a young defender, um, kind of if that's the only move that we make in the winter, I think that will be satisfactory enough. We're in a place where, you know what, maybe we can make Europe. It might be, it'll be a little bit of a stretch, but we definitely are a team that is pretty locked and ready to be able to have a respectable position in the in the Bundesliga for the season. Um, we'll see you on the Pokal because, you know, you just never know in these one-off matches, and we will wait and see when it comes around uh, that time. Uh, everyone else is playing in the Pokal uh, yesterday and today, the 23rd. So, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, <sighs> It is going to be interesting, Roman. Uh, we'll we'll see where we're at, but I think a mid-table finish, unless we make a real hard run in the spring, I think it's going to be a mid-table finish, and uh, we'll see on the Pokal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's going to be yeah, it's going to be an interesting season. Uh, rest of the season, definitely. Indeed. Oh, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Hey Andrew Frankfurt. I'd like to thank Rowan for joining me from Betfilbo. Rowan, where can we find you in the social media world? And uh, will you be out uh, out in public uh, drinking in the Glumvin? Yeah, um, yeah. You can find me out in Glumvin. No, yeah, actually, I, I was. I had Glumvin uh, planned today. Yeah, first of all, sorry, I've, I've been a little bit. Uh, through the wind, as we say in Germany, durch den Wind, just too much work, and I wasn't able to really prepare for the podcast here. So, uh, mind, mind my weirdness in in the uh, and yeah. But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram on SFB Eagles, and uh, yeah, always let us know what you want to hear. If you have any questions for the podcast, don't forget to. Uh, maybe like after a bad performance of myself, it would be harsh to say give us a rating, <laughs> but you know. Um, uh, we, we we need ratings, you know, G- give wherever you listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcast or Google Play or whatever. Ratings are what help us. 
Yeah, yes. share us with your friends who are uh, soccer fans uh, or just who are just fans of the Bundesliga. Well, let's get some more Eintracht converts uh, for the folks who have yet to join in to uh, who have yet to join uh, us soaring through the skies and the rest of the Bundesliga. So uh, you can also follow the podcast that is at HEFpod. Follow us on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash HEFpod. And of course, drop us an email whenever you like. That is Hey Eintracht Frank at gmail.com so from us here at Hey Eintracht Frankfurt Tschüss Tschüss Hey